Hey there, welcome to the Hot Mess Mom Health Podcast. Do you wish you could find a sustainable way to get healthy and not feel overwhelmed in the process? Do you find yourself up late at night scouring Pinterest for meal prep ideas and quick workouts? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel stressed out and disappointed when you fall back in your old habits, drive through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru for the second time this week, all while the fresh produce you just bought goes bad? Hey, I'm Rebecca. I too am a working mom of two littles and self-proclaimed hot mess mom. All my life I've struggled with trying to maintain a healthy weight and feel good in my skin. I could add yo-yo dieter to my resume. After I packed on 50 plus pounds with two pregnancies, I decided to change for good. I wanted to stop obsessing about food, stay consistent, and set a good healthy example for my kids. But I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the energy, or accountability to stay on track until I changed my mindset and created one healthy habit at a time. In this podcast, you will find simple, actionable steps so you can create a healthy lifestyle and get relief from the overwhelm. Spray that dry shampoo, grab your iced coffee, turn up the volume, and let's get healthy. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I am getting so excited. We are getting ready to go to Disney for spring break, and I'm really looking forward to just like mentally checking out from the grind of regular life. I don't know if you can relate, but life is busy, right? Like with kids and work and just all of the things that we all have to juggle. It is so good to take a break and a real true vacation. Um, We haven't really had one in a very long time as a family. So very much looking forward to that. It is pretty much spring break week in the Northeast. So a lot of you may be traveling to Disney. A lot of you may be going on vacation. And I hope that you guys are able to relax and just check out and enjoy your families and friends. Um, yeah, during this time of transition from summer to spring and the end of the school year for the kids, all of the stuff. So what I wanted to talk to you guys today about is something that I think we all out there as busy working moms are suffering from at times, and that's the midday slump. I I know for years I would suffer this pretty bad. Every now and then I go through spouts where I'm just not taking care of myself 100% and I definitely can feel it. And I've kind of narrowed it down to three specific things that I know I can do to lessen the midday slump or eliminate it during that time. If you can really get these three things on track, they're really going to help you in not feeling like so sluggish, not having the brain fog in the middle of the day, all of those things that just do not keep us operating or fully functioning at our best capacity. It just doesn't. It keeps us down and you know, all of the things start to suffer. Maybe you're less you know, patient with your kids, maybe you're not as productive at work, you know, all kinds of things. Maybe you snap at your husband. I know I have done that. I'm sure he would get on here and tell you that I do when I I get that like midday, like kind of uh, feeling. So this is not something that a lot of us are immune from, right? This is something that we're all suffering from in different degrees. So like I said, I have three little things that I've kind of narrowed it down that I think will be super helpful for anyone out there listening. If you can kind of keep these three things on track, you will definitely see a change and you should not feel that midday slump as much as you are now. And if you still are, I would highly recommend speaking to a doctor, specifically a functional medicine doctor, and have some you know, labs done and just look at your supplements that you're taking. There are ways that you can, you know, between fueling your body with food and supplementing your body with what it really needs, that you can feel energized every day. You should not be suffering feeling like crap in the middle of the day if you're doing all the right things. 
I definitely enjoy going to my functional medicine doctor and learning all the things and having some additional testing done and trying to just really tweak what makes me feel good. But, you know, if you're just starting off on a health journey and you're looking at doing some easy things right now that can help from that midday slump or just like brain fog feeling in the middle of the day, I hope these tips will help you. So number one is drink more water. I know it sounds super easy, super simple, but hydration is key. And I would be willing to bet if you're listening to this, you are not drinking enough water. I know I go through times being in my car a lot during the day, I am not drinking enough water. And a lot of that is because I don't want to pee every place I stop. However, when I was pregnant, I was laser focused on drinking a lot of water. And I know I was drinking a lot more than I am right now. And you know, water does not include coffee. I would say we need to be drinking water and we need to be drinking, you know, close to a gallon of water a day, as close as we can get without feeling like we're just like blowing, exploding with water. So this is like, if you took a tally of what you're drinking in ounces a day, it's probably nowhere near that. So our bodies are just dehydrated and dehydration can cause fatigue. So we want to make sure that we're drinking as much water as we can and we're keeping our bodies hydrated throughout the day. And I don't mean just like guzzling 60 ounces of water when you wake up, but we want to keep ourselves hydrated throughout the day so we keep energy levels stable from a hydration standpoint. So this is something that seems so silly, right? It seems so ridiculous, like drinking water, but it can help. And it only is one of those things that you only focus on when you're really focused on it, like when you're pregnant and the doctors are telling you, drink more water, make sure you're hydrated. But the rest of the time, we tend to forget. And maybe we grab a coffee, maybe we grab a smoothie or this, that, the other thing. And we're not just going back to the basics, right? Water, simple water. You can splash some electrolytes in there if you want, but generally just water, especially if you're working out in any capacity, your needs for water are even greater, especially if you're doing some high intensity work. You want to make sure your body is hydrated. So step number one, hydration. Drink your water. Get yourself a cute little glass water bottle or a BPA-free plastic one, but making sure you're drinking water and high-quality filtered water would be ideal, but water. So if you're listening to this right now and you have water near you, take a drink because you probably need it. (laughs) There's that. All right, step one, uh, tip one. Tip two would be, and this this may seem harsh, but stop consuming dessert for breakfast. And what I mean by that is basically all the foods that we are traditionally eating or traditionally have been exposed to for breakfast are super high in sugar, very high in sugar. They're dessert-like. So instead of going for waffles and pancakes and cereal and certain yogurts, a lot of these foods are even bagels, like bagels, are just white flour for the most part, and they will spike your blood sugar just like a spoonful of sugar. So taking away all of those sugary breakfast things, packaged, prepackaged things, and instead reaching for you know a scrambled egg, a fried egg, even if you put that fried egg on a piece of toast, you're going to be in a better spot than if you just ate the toast. You know, taking your breakfast and looking at it like I need fat and I need protein first before I need a carb source. And I'm not saying you cannot eat carbs, but like berries are a really good choice. 
There are certain yogurts that are much better choices that are super low in sugar and lower in carb count and don't have a lot of crap in them. But for the most part, Americans in general are feeding ourselves dessert for breakfast. And this is causing major energy issues in the middle of the day. Like a lot of times you can't even get to lunch because you're ravenous. You're exhausted. You just feel out of it. Your brain fog has come on full force by 10, 11 o'clock because at 7 a.m. you fueled yourself basically with dessert. So we have to look at what we're eating from the time we wake up to the time we go to bed. And the morning meal, if you are going to not intermittent fast and you are eating breakfast, you know, we have to really look at those meals and say, how can we fuel ourselves so that we have sustainable energy to lunch, sustainable energy to get us through our tasks that we have to do until the next time we can eat. And eating every two hours may sound like that's something you should do, but the reason why you're hungry in two hours is because you ate sugar for breakfast. You ate a ton of sugar for breakfast. So really taking a toll, really taking a a tally of what you're eating for breakfast and trying your hardest to fuel your body in the morning with really good quality proteins. There are really good clean proteins out there if you're looking for like a a shake substitute. Um, There are just a lot of, you have to really look for organic whey protein sources, things that are clean, things that are pure. Do your homework before you buy stuff. I know um, Primal Kitchen has some really good options. That's the only one I'm, I'm mainly familiar with. But Taking away all the breakfast cereals, the pastries, the muffins, the bagels, the cereals, the sugary yogurts, taking that stuff out of your breakfast routine and replacing it with some high quality protein. Eggs are like my favorite. I think I did a whole episode on eggs. Eggs are my jam. There's some really good breakfast sausage options. Bacon is a good option. Avocado is a really good option with some eggs, some spinach and feta, scrambled eggs. I mean, you can really get creative, but I cannot cannot stress enough the importance of not eating dessert for breakfast. This is a surefire way to get that midday crash. And honestly, I don't even know if you'll make it to midday. You may have it before midday. It may be late morning and you're already crashing. So that's probably the biggest thing you can do for your overall health is not fueling yourself with sugar. But That midday crash comes from the sugar crashes that we are constantly putting our body on this blood sugar roller coaster. And if you are able, I've talked about it a couple episodes, but wear a glucometer. A glucometer is a glucose monitor that you can get. And if you ask your doctor, they can prescribe you one. It's not commonplace to be subscribed one if you're not diabetic. However, if you go to a functional medicine doctor, they may be more open to it. And if not, there are programs like NutriSense out there where you can get one um, through a subscription service. There are a company called Levels now that's doing it. So you have the power to know what is happening to your body with each meal that you eat. And I don't mean this to be an advertisement for glucometers, but I think having that knowledge is super powerful because if you don't know what's happening inside of your body when you eat something, it's really hard to change. So for me, I know that if I were to eat a piece of cake, for instance, or a bagel with jelly or cream cheese or whatever, that is not going to make me feel good. And it's going to spike my blood sugar super high. I'm going to come crashing down and I'm going to feel like crap by lunchtime. I don't want to do that. If I eat eggs and some spinach or eggs and an avocado, I know that my blood sugar is going to stay relatively flat, relatively steady. I'm not going to have any crazy spikes and I'm going to have sustained energy to get me to my next meal whenever that is. And honestly, 
the more fat and protein you eat in the morning, the longer you can go before you start feeling hungry. So it gives you that food freedom that we're all looking for where we don't want to constantly be craving something or you don't want to walk past the the cupcakery and be salivating for a cupcake. You know, you want that feeling of freedom so that when you do have a cupcake, you made that decision. It wasn't something like basically this forced making you go into the cupcake store. And I think you can really, I know I have sugar issues. So if you have sugar issues and you're out there listening, this will definitely resonate with you. But that feeling of like, I made the decision to eat the cupcake versus I couldn't even, the smell made me eat the cupcake kind of thing. So number two is stop consuming dessert for breakfast. Number three, and this is something again, Busy working moms, I get it. Like we're staying up late, we're waking up early, maybe to get a workout in, but getting the importance of getting a good night's sleep and getting a good quality night's sleep, sleeping in a dark room, a cold room with, um, you know, no devices by your bedside, trying not to look at social media before you go to bed, you know, doing whatever you can to improve your sleep. There are tons of supplements on the market. I know magnesium is a good one, but again, I'm not a doctor. I would definitely consult your doctor in regards to any supplementation and things like that. But just knowing kind of how you feel when you wake up in the morning and also getting a good night's sleep, the importance of the eight hours. Not all of us can get eight hours. I get it. Not all of us need eight hours, right? Our bodies all have different needs. But for the most part, women need more sleep than men. And if we do all of these three things collectively, if we're staying hydrated, we're fueling our, especially our breakfast with good quality proteins and fats, which just give us sustainable energy, and we got a good night's sleep, I mean, I think we're unstoppable. We're already like superheroes doing all the things for all the people. And if we're able to have sustainable energy, I think that's the ticket. That is the goal because that's going to fuel us to be better moms, better workers. It's going to just make us feel more powerful through the day to juggle all the tasks that are thrown at us. So... You know, sleep, I cannot stress too, is just so important. And a lot of us kind of poo-poo it or like we'll sleep when we're dead kind of thing. I've heard that from people. Um, You know, there's devices out there so you can actually, again, in real time, see how you slept. I wear an aura ring. Again, not an advertisement for devices, but if you've listened to a couple of my episodes, I'm a device queen. Um, The aura ring is super helpful for me. It kind of lets me know my activity level for the day. It tells me how many steps. It tells me how I slept. It tells me uh, my heart rate. tells me all kinds of different things. Things. It even predicts my period now, which is kind of creepy, but it does. Um, other things, I think the Apple Watch does your sleep too, if you can sleep with the Apple Watch on. But just using these tools to see, you know, what are the activities I did the day, you know, the day before? How did I sleep? And what can I do to make that sleep that you are getting? Let's say you're only in bed for seven hours. How can you improve upon the quality of our sleep? What can we do again to do things in our sleep or do things prior to our uh, sleeping? Like, being hydrated, and actually fueling our bodies properly that are going to help the sleep. So these things all work together, and I think it's really important. Hydration, fueling our bodies well, and then making sure we're getting quality sleep. Like I said, we're going to be unstoppable. So I hope these tips help you and guide you know that, again, it's the little baby steps here that are going to help you, these healthy habits that you can instill every single day and work towards so that you can improve how you feel because we all need to feel better, right? Nobody wants to walk around feeling tired, full of brain fog, and we all want to have more energy. So I hope that these tools are tools in your tool bag that you can use and they help create healthy habits for you. And I would love to hear from you. So please, if any of these have helped you or if there's anything that I can help you with or you want me to talk about on the podcast, please reach out to me at hotmessmomhealth at gmail.com. Thank you so much and have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. 
If you love this episode, please leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me and it would help me get the word out about helping other moms reclaim their health. Thank you so much.